Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond, a podcast by the Lakeshore Museum Center. On our episode today, we are going to look at some of the commercial history of Muskegon and examine how having a deep port has contributed to Muskegon's economy over the years. To do this, we are going to examine the history of one of the area's most important dock and storage structures as we look into the history of the Mart Dock. Known officially as the West Michigan Dock and Market Corporation, whose name was quickly shortened to Mart Dock, this business was created as a product of the Great Depression. Prior to the Mart Dock being built, the area was a facility run by the Goodrich Shipping Line. However, they closed down in 1931, unable to make profit as times got tough. The property was then purchased by Max B. McKee, grandfather of its current owners and operators, Max and Pat McKee. The elder McKee would lead a study of Muskegon Harbor in 1932 to see if Muskegon Lake could accommodate a large port and shipping facility. He also received information from Ralph McRae from the Chamber of Commerce, who provided detail of the info on what products were being produced locally and how many might use the dock. With this information in hand, McKee got work securing funds to tear down the old Goodrich facilities and construct a new complex. To do this, money was secured through the government, and this was in part what gave the Mart Dock its name and part of its purpose. Money was available through provision of the Emergency Relief and Construction Act. This act allowed organizers and governing bodies to apply for funds mostly for infrastructure and public works, but there's also other projects allowed such as docks and markets. It was these two provisions that McKee would pinpoint for the new business. An application was submitted and was accepted, providing funds through a bond that was purchased by the Reconstruction Finance Corporation. With the money in hand, the project began with a teardown done by Bryant and Detweiler Company, who removed the old dock buildings. Once cleared, construction began on the large property to upgrade the docks and also build the cold storage building with an ice-making facility, a 15-ton traveling crane to service the wharf, an extension of the railroad tracks to serve the docks for easy cargo transfer, and a dry goods storage building. The auditorium space called the Mart was also built and became an early focal point. In total, around $1.5 million was spent. This project in the early 1930s was a huge boon for the area and it was said to employ 1,000 during its time, giving a much needed injection of money into the surrounding area and workers' pockets. Creating a business at this time was a huge risk and much was unknown and things seemed bleak at times, but this gamble would pay off. The Mart building that I mentioned earlier would be a key piece of the overall dock's survival, but also became an entertainment hub for Muskegon. It is this mart or market building that I'd like to highlight for a bit. This structure is still at the dock today. It is a large brick building with the arched roof, and as in the name, it was made to be a large-scale farmer's market for the buying and selling of goods. However, the facility overall had the means to store farmer's goods from season to season and to also send those goods around the Great Lakes and later the world with the St. Lawrence Seaway. When the farmer's market was not in operation, the Mart served as a multi-purpose auditorium hosting a wide variety of events, much like the Elsie Walker Arena of today. The auditorium of the Mart hosted several boxing matches and had seating for 4,000 for those. Often the auditorium would be filled for these sporting matches and several high-level bouts were fought here. Ice sports also played a large role at the Mart, and Muskegon's first hockey team played their games at the Mart in front of crowds of up to 1,800. The earliest team was the Muskegon Hockey Club in 1935, followed by the Muskegon Reds and Muskegon Sailors, 
a fitting name for a team at the dock. These hockey clubs would last until World War II when manpower shortages ended hockey leagues. In 1937, the Chicago Blackhawks used the Mart as their preseason training facility. The ice arena was open for public skating as well and served as a community rink. There were even demonstration skating programs held, including a visit by Sonia Henning, three-time Olympic gold medalist and actress. Other uses of the Mart would include hosting car shows inside of it, trade shows, and as a product showroom for large companies such as Norge, which displayed several of their models for shows. The Mart also hosted dance marathons, a popular entertainment during the Great Depression, where couples tried to see who could dance the longest continuously for prizes. During World War II, the facility was converted into a large cold storage space for goods being sent overseas. While the Mart building was a destination for many residents, the dock side of the business was very busy for the workers who were loading and unloading many supplies. Once finished, the Mart dock had berths for between 7 to 10 ships depending on size. Over the years, the Mart loaded and stored coal, stone, paper rolls for the Chronicle, wood pulp, pig iron, and other foundry products, ice, and different types of produce, including cherries, celery, and apples. Later, when the St. Lawrence Seaway opened, they were the destination for many international ships and imported cars, including MGs. In recent years, they were the offloading point for giant wind turbine blades destined for windmill farms in Michigan. As part of shipping to Canada and further European destinations, the Mart Dock had a U.S. Customs Office put in in 1936 to help move more supplies more efficiently. Today, shipments of various goods still make their way in and out of the Mart Dock. While the Mart building is now storage, the Dock still does have some forms of entertainment like in the old days. The Dock hosts the LST-393 Museum, which is a World War II tank landing ship, they also host and run the Aquastar, formerly the Port City Princess, which hosts pleasure cruises on Muskegon Lake and Lake Michigan. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope to have you back for our next episode. 